The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Two-time Emmy winner Michelle Stafford joins us today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. My name is Dan Kroll, the guy behind the SoapCentral.com curtain. And for the next hour, I am going to be your host for our weekly discussion about anything and everything soap. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Friday. It is September 26th. Had to look at the calendar there for a minute. That means this is our last show of September 2014. It's the first show of the fall. And... By doing some math, we are also now just one week away from the big 250. That's right, episode 250 of Soap Central Live. But you know what? Who needs a milestone to have a big show? Because we have an amazing 249 for you this week. General Hospital star Michelle Stafford will be with us in just a few moments now. But You know, for those of you who are just discovering Soap Central Live today, welcome aboard. Every episode that we've ever broadcast is available as a free download in the podcast section of iTunes and in our archives at SoapCentralLive.com. You can stream them on demand. You can listen to them from any web-enabled device like a smartphone, a tablet, a computer. You can go over there after this show is done and check out some of our interviews with your other favorite daytime stars going all the way back to January 2010. That's a kind of a lot of fun. Now, I know from looking at my Twitter feed and my instant messages and all of those things that A lot of you are excited to have a chance to talk to Michelle Stafford today. So let me give you the numbers that you can call in. It's 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. If for some reason you can't get to the phone or you've been indisposed for the last 20 years and didn't realize that pay phones have been replaced by cell phones, you can still be part of the show by heading over to social media. Of course, you probably wouldn't know what that means anyway, but that's beside the point. If you want, fire up your Twitter machines and tweet your comments and questions to us at Soap Central. If you prefer Facebook to Twitter, check out our official Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Soap Central. I'll be poking around on both Twitter and Facebook to try to find your comments and questions, and I'll be asking them on air if for some reason you can't call in or maybe you're a little shy. We're expecting a lot of callers, so we're going to try to get to everyone. That means please remember when you call in, there are other callers who also want to chat with Michelle. So we're going to try to move things along because there, there really are a lot of things to talk about. So enough about me. What do you say we get right into the show? Because my guest this week is a two-time Emmy winner for her work on The Young and the Restless. She is also the star and co-creator of the critically acclaimed web series, The Stafford Project, 
earlier this year, Jaws dropped, and I do mean dropped, when she appeared unannounced as Nina Clay on ABC's General Hospital. This is her first of hopefully many appearances on the show. Michelle Stafford, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, guys. You know, it's been a while. We've been wanting to have you here for a while. The stars didn't align. And then, sure enough, you asked to be on the show on Twitter, and now here you are. I know, right? (laughs) I'm very excited. Now, with that, talking about the weight and the weight that sets up, there are some things that have been going on in the news that I figured we would talk about, Michelle. The first is that the new... The new iPhone was released a week ago. People were camping out. They were circled around the block. What is the longest you've ever waited in line for something? Um, to see an acoustic show of Bruce Springsteen. Well, that may, I would certainly rather stand in line to see Bruce Springsteen than to wait for a phone. Just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I saw it was, it was a show. It was sort of out of nowhere. Well, at least for me it was. And I just parked my car and I got in line and then, um, and I didn't have tickets. It was just, you know, I, so I was there for hours and, um, yeah, it was really fun. It was great. We got great seats. What was the, was there one particular song that you were hoping to hear more than the others? I mean, it's Bruce Springsteen. Every song is a winner, but everyone has a favorite song. Oh God. You know, um, I, I actually don't feel that way about Springsteen. I, I, I love everything equally. I, I probably at the top of the list, and he didn't sing it, is Jungle Land, of course. I mean, it's like one of the best songs ever written, ever. Well, with talking about waiting and talking about other things in anticipation, a lot of people who don't like summer have been anticipating fall, I and personally, I kind of like the summer, Michelle. And I know that in L.A., you don't really have the extreme weather like we do here in the east. So I know. What, do you miss seasons? Do you like the fact that it's kind of warm all year round? What's your take? With L.A., well, I'm used to it because I, well, I was raised here. So I'm used to, to um, you know, no seasons. I'm used to having no soul. And um, because I, I just like that, my joke is that in, uh, on the West Coast we have no soul because we don't know what it's like to <laughs> drive in snow and have to shovel snow and have to, you know, um, uh, dress in layers. You know, we just get up and go. And so I like joke how we have no soul out here on the West Coast. <laughs> well, so, I guess. I'm saying it know. about myself too, folks, okay? <laughs> I'm not just talking West Coast people. I'm, I'm one of you. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's fun. It would be great to have seasons, but I really love not having to deal with blizzards and not having to freeze. I love that. Um, I, I love LA. I mean, you know, it's my hometown. One season that everyone has, no matter where they live and no matter what their climate, is the fall television season. It has just started getting underway, Michelle. Are there any shows that you've been waiting for to return or any new shows that you've been wanting to check out? What's your take on fall TV? God, you know, I fall TV, I know it's so exciting. But see, nowadays it's, it's sort of changed, Dan, because so many new shows are popping up all the time. You have, like, in January, you have new shows, and then you, we have so many different options um, you know, on cable as well. And now we have, have um, the Internet, Hulu, Netflix. 
so I'm, it's new all the time. So I, I just remember back in the day, it used to only be network and, and we just wait for new shows in the fall. But I think there's, you know, there's so much programming now that, that, uh, it, it seems to be new all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's, that's part of the fun. I don't know for the folks who are listening how everybody's age range is, but I remember a point in time where, fall TV shows would return, they'd be on for a couple of weeks, then we'd have reruns for Halloween and reruns for Thanksgiving and reruns mm-hmm. for Christmas. Now they play them through and I mean, there's, there's no break. There's very rarely any uh, of the, the repeats. It's a, it's a totally different viewing experience with VCRs and DVDs and, yeah. and TiVos oh, so and different. whatever the kids are calling them. Big deal. Yeah, and now and now with the the programming where it's you know like Orange is the New Black, it's like okay, well we made these thirteen, we're gonna give you these thirteen, and you watch them at your leisure, and then in six four months we're gonna give you another thirteen, and or another twenty. I don't know, is it twenty? How many of them are there? You know, I think it was I think it was twenty. Sounds familiar to me. Yeah, I think it might be twenty. But I mean, that's that's completely changed the climate of TV. Which, and I personally love that because I have Apple TV, which I'm in love with, my Apple TV, and um, and I love getting buying, you know, Netflix and getting all those shows and then watching them, you know, watching three in a row if I feel like it. I love I love this this new way of watching TV. A lot of people call that binge watching. I'm going to give uh-huh. you, Michelle, I'm going to give you a chance to sort of binge explain. It's a little bit of a challenge we have here. In 60 seconds or less, I okay. want you to tell everyone everything that they need to know about Nina Clay on General Hospital. For someone who has no idea who she is in 60 seconds, I'll start the clock. Go. Okay. Uh, Nina Clay was married to Silas Clay. Um, she was pregnant with his baby, uh, and then found out he had an affair. Her mother wanted, uh, who's played by Donna Mills, wanted to um, kill the baby, so injected Nina with an a overdose of antidepressants, put her in a coma for 20 years. She woke up to find her husband, Silas, um, uh, with another woman, and, uh, and feels very betrayed by everybody and is trying to get back at the people she feels who have done her wrong. I think I did that in like 40. I think you did. I was going to let it tick out a little bit more. That was, that was pretty good. And I know the folks, their heads are spinning. But of course, the folks who watch GH, they followed along every, every plot point. That, did, that was completely understandable to soap fans. <laughs> well, you know, it's, I, since I've only been on the show now for three months, I think it's been like three months, um, uh, that, you know, uh, there could be more story to tell, but that's, I mean, I'm relatively new. I, I not relatively, I am new. So <laughs> <laughs> and that's still, that's still a lot for a couple of months. That's a whole lot. of Yeah, stuff right. It is. It is. <laughs> so let's talk about the fact of your addition to GH. It was something, Michelle, as I'm sure, you know, it was pretty much, it was rumored on the internet for a year, probably before you it was? even knew. A year? I, it seems like uh, for a long time, we'll say, it just seems like everybody was assured that you were going to be on General Hospital. Everyone sort of talked it into happening. And then still on a random Thursday in May without any kind of fanfare, no uh, leaks, nothing, you showed up on GH and everybody was 
stunned. How did this happen? How did this biggest, one of the biggest surprises in recent soap history, how did it come to be? Uh, well, Frank uh, approached me, I think, in April of this last year. He approached me in April. He had, he had, we had talked about it, you know, we talked uh, prior to, right? We talked, I think, in November of last year. I don't know, sometime in the fall. And he said, I would love to talk to you. And I was doing the Stafford Project. And, you know, we both agreed that, you know, I was just wanted to finish up the Stafford Project. It was quite an undertaking and really fun and all of that. But, and then, um, and then he, he, uh, got in touch with me, I think, again in, in April. I think it was April. And, uh, you know, they really needed, they really wanted to cast this role. Um, but prior to April, there was, there was no agreement. There was really no discussion about it at all. And I had somebody on Twitter, I think, said, are you going to play Nina Clay? And I didn't even know. I, I, you know, I didn't know. What, but somebody had said something about another role on Golden Beautiful that they thought I was going to play too. Like there was some some other role as well. So you know, like rumors are always rumors. So you just don't. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of don't do anything, and then and then yeah, and then it, it worked out. It was a really interesting role, and I thought it would be fun, and it worked out. And then um, I believe it was it was just Frank and Ron just wanted it to be you know, a romp, and and we just thought, what a great thing to just not tell anybody and just show up. Like, how fun would that be? And I love surprises. So, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was great. And, um, and I, it was a big, it was just fun. <laughs> how did you keep the secret yourself? Was there anybody that you were just I didn't, dying yeah, to I tell? Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, I didn't tell, I think I told my mom, and then I finally told my sister, like, a few days before, like, a couple days before, I told her, um, yeah, I just, you know, really, folks, that's how you keep a secret, you don't tell anybody, it's so funny when people say, I can't believe how the secret got out, well, it's because you told someone, and because what people do is they say, okay, this is a big secret, you can't tell anybody, but, and then that person tells another person, okay, this is a big secret, you can't tell anybody, but... <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking, I don't even know if it were a secret. I don't even know if I could tell my own mom. I would just be afraid that even she would blab. So, sorry. Well, mom, I know, I, I was nervous. You. I was nervous that somebody would say something and then it would come back on me. It would be like, I ruined it, you know? <laughs> so, well, Way to go, everybody. Way to go, mom, sister. Way to go to keep the secret. Now, I have I know. something that is somewhat of a surprise. Not really, since we told you that people would be calling in. We've got a bunch of people on the line that I want to start making my way through. We have Stephanie in New Jersey who wants to talk to Michelle. Stephanie, welcome Stephanie. to Surf Central Live. Hi, Michelle. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so great. Stephanie has sent my daughter and me so many lovely things and so many, so many um, uh, cards and 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 celebrates, uh, you know, our Native American heritage. And I really appreciate it, Stephanie. So you actually know which one this is, though. That's awesome. I can't believe it. I'm like, holy crap! Of I'm not course. saying anything. I'm just going to say Stephanie and be done with it. Um, no, of course. Oh, my God, that's awesome. So, um, my question is, I'm almost crying here. I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. This is so cool. It's so um, cool for me. 
Oh, my God. Okay, so um, I have to say this first. First of all, you know that I have said that you are the, um, you are the, you are to daytime as Meryl Streep is to a box office hit movie. Um, because <laughs> that was the first thing I tweeted to you, I think like two years ago, but anyway, oh. um, I'm severely OCD. Good luck. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I think it's, I think that it, it may be an insult to Meryl Streep, but I'm going to take it anyway. It no, I, I highly doubt it. I truly Any highly comparison? doubt it. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, so that being said, if you had a chance to do a major to the um, a major movie role, what kind of character would you would you do a major movie, and what um, what kind of character would you want to play? Great question, Stephanie. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, would I do a major movie? Yes, I would. Some soap stars don't want to like they like staying in that hall, like in their um, arena. I, I guess you can say. But, oh, okay. So, I was just curious. I, I would definitely do a major movie, um, uh, for sure. And then, uh, what kind of character I'd want to play? Um, you know, you know, something that appeals to me, like some badass where I have to like um, learn to fight and learn like martial arts and something like that. Like, I would love to challenge myself physically. That would be. And I would have to like jump off of trains and stuff. I would, I would love to do something like that. I'd love it. Well, Limited let's put, dialogue. <laughs> let's put that into the universe of uh, badass Michelle Stafford kicking villains and and jumping. Yeah, off of, kicking ass. I'd love that. That would be amazing, Stephanie. Thank you for that wonderful question. We're going to go continue down the phone Stephanie, lines. Stephanie, thank you. Listen, honey, I'm I'm always aware of you too. I'm I always don't think that um, all of your your comments and and your loveliness goes unheard by me. By the way, okay, just know that I I'm all I always know who you are, and when I always am aware of um, all the sweet things that you're saying. So thank you. And we have another wonderful, sweet fan who'd like to speak to you. We have Bobby in Florida. Bobby, welcome Bobby. to Super Central Live. Hey, Bobby, Michelle, what how is, are you? What is, hey, how are you? A longtime fan. I loved you as Phyllis in YNR, but I got to tell you, you're rocking as Nina on GH. Oh, baby, thank you so much. I just thank had you. a quick two-parter question for you. Sure. Can you give can you give us any idea or, or in a preview of what may be in store between Nina and Franco, and then part two? Do you know <laughs> is Donna Mills coming back to play your mother anytime soon? Oh my goodness! Okay, um, Nina and Franco. Okay, so what you want to know what's in store for Nina and Franco? Yeah, if you can give us a preview, of maybe what's in store between the two of them. Um, you know, I I'll tell you that that it's a I think it's a very interesting friendship that they have i i'm a big fan of their friendship and you know sometimes when i i um see roles where a, a woman and a man are friends on a soap i just go oh god is this i sometimes i'm like really you know like does, does this really work and and it, and honestly i think it really works like she really cares about him as as a friend, you know, she really, really cares about him. And she really, um, it, it's like when she met him, it's like, oh, God, another alien like me, another person 
who is in the same kind of pain as I'm in. And, you know, that's always very um, much of an aphrodisiac for us to meet uh, somebody who understands uh, our life and our pain and our, our own journeys that we've all taken. So I think, like, their relationship is very interesting in that sense that they really understand essentially who each other are. And, you know, and, and Roger Haworth is just magic. I mean, he's just, he's magic. I mean, I have nothing else to say but that. He just is. And, um, you know, I had no idea. I always knew he was great, but to work with him is, is magical. And, um, and then uh, Donna Mills. I don't know if I can say. I think if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that Ron has already, or Frank, one of the two of them has already announced that at some point she will be returning. Uh, that's We'll just okay. put that out there. That's all I okay. know. Okay, well, let's just say if I were to work with Donna Mills, if I were <laughs> to work with Donna Mills, it would be amazing. <laughs> Really if, I were, if I were to meet her, well, actually, I've already met her at the Emmys, but if I were to, you know, uh, play with her and she played my mom, it would, it would be an amazing experience. Um, you know, she's a very, I mean, gorgeous, oh my God, astoundingly gorgeous um, uh, woman, and I just, I love her in the role. I think she's so good in the role. I think they're like, did you see the movie Ordinary People? Remember Ordinary People? I don't think so. I'll have to add that to my Netflix list. It's, oh, it's a great movie. And it was in the 80s and it was uh, directed by Robert Redford. He won an Academy Award for directing it. And it was with uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Donald Sutherland and Timothy Hutton. And it's about a very dysfunctional family. They lose an older son. And then, anyway, but Mary Tyler Moore was genius in the role. And Donna Mills really, she really reminds me. She was nominated for an Academy Award for it. But um, Donna Mills reminds me of that, that woman specifically in there. I mean, like, she just, she's so good. Donna's so good. And so if we, if we were to have scenes together... They're going to be um, pretty explosive if we were to have scenes together. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, if they happen to air in the near future, I know that we will all be very excited to watch them. <laughs> yes, have a if they were not to air soon, I think that you'll all, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope you like them. I thought they were, they were I mean, it was, yeah, anyway. That's all I'll say. We will move off of that to uh, backtracking slightly. This is a question on Twitter from Mary, whose Twitter handle is CleoEmma91, and wants to know, uh, do you improvise in your scenes with Roger? No, no, no. We we keep to the dialogue. It's, um, yeah, we completely keep to the dialogue. Um, Yeah, honestly, the, the writers are so good that, you know, all those little, all those extra things, it's actually written. And, um, and so, so I think the other day I added one more, but what if he finds out? What if she, what if she did? What if she did? I added one more, I think, in the scene that we did where, where I say, well, you know, what, what if Sonny was there? And he goes, he wasn't. And I said, well, what if he was? Well, he wasn't. He, what if he was? I think I added one more. I didn't do it on purpose. It was kind of just what was, how the scene was going. And, um, but, and I did add, 
Uh, so I guess I did. I did add when I was going back to my wheelchair. He said, "Well, you're." I said, "I'm going." Silas and I have plans, and he said, "Oh yeah, that's right." And I said, "We're going to do it because <laughs> we." She had said it before, and I thought it was such a funny line, right? That you know, in the moment, I just added in, "Yeah, we're going to do it," and they caught it on camera. And um, but we we really keep to the dialogue. It's their their dialogue. They're they're such good writers that it seems like it's improv, you know, but it's all written. Well, there you have it, Mary. I hope that that answers your question. We're going to go back to the phone lines quick before we have some more other discussion. We've got another caller from New Jersey. We have Emma. Emma, welcome to Soap Central Live. Emma, oh my gosh, hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm a huge fan of yours, just to let you know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank You're you. Um, I had a question. So, yes. what is your favorite part about playing on GH? What do I like the most about playing on GH or playing the character? Um, both. Oh, both. Okay. Um, what do I like about GH? I really like the group. I like the group a lot. I like uh, the other castmates. I like the other actors. I really love my boss, Frank Valentini. He's an amazing executive producer. Um I I love the group. I love the I met the writers recently. A lot of the writers and they're fun. I mean, it's just a it's a really fun group. Everybody is really good, and um, so I'm really really professional. And so I I like the group. That's what I love about GH. And then um, and then about the character, uh, she's very complex. And I think that there are many many ways to go with her in the future. Um, because she's, uh, there's a lot of rage. I mean, she has a lot of rage, and she has um, a lot of betrayal issues, of course, and she has issues with her parents, and that's always fun to play, um, because I think most people can understand that. A lot of people have issues with parents. And, um, and then uh, I just think there's many ways to go, and, and you know, like I, I don't see her as I don't see her as crazy, um, it, only in the sense of, of you, you know, she is reacting from things that were done to her. So, um, and, and she's sort of a loose, she's a loose cannon because she's been asleep for 20 years. So it makes sense that she's a loose cannon. Um, she, in her head, everybody's betrayed her. So um, I like that aspect of her, and I think she's very smart. I always like to play smart characters. Thank you for your call, Emma. We have to, of course, address Thanks, Michelle the list. Nina has. You have a list. She has a hey, list. Dan, it's like a don't we Santa all have Claus. a list? I mean, don't we all have a list? Let's <laughs> be honest. Much. Well, you know, some are longer than others. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, do we all act upon the list? No. But do do some of us go? Hey, you know that person in my past. I would really like to see them atone for their their sins. I mean, I mean, don't we all have someone, at least someone, that we're like, we want that dog to see their day? <laughs> yes, but I think that perhaps Nina is more vigilant in making sure that they see oh, their day. Oh, yeah, right? She's a go-getter. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. She is indeed a go-getter. And uh, now I, I just briefly, because we... 
uh, almost at commercial break, but during the live tweet session a week or so ago, and of course, Michelle's Twitter handle is at the real Stafford. You had mentioned, gonna go out on a limb here, but Nina is out <laughs> of her mind. Do you think she's out of her mind, or do you just think that it's so overwhelming to, you know, been missing in action for 20 years, to have been in a coma, that, you know, she obviously has a little bit of she has issues. She has some things to work out. She's got energy. She's got things to do. Yeah. 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 She has some things to work out for sure. She needs to work out some things. Well, you know, also you, I, I think that a, a huge part of her is that, you know, she's still in the mind of a 20 year old. That's true. You know, and that's very, very real because she fell asleep when she was like in her early 20s or whatever, you know, she fell asleep at 20 and she woke up 20 years later. So, I mean, she didn't have any life experience or any spiritual growth. She's still in that mindset. And on top of it, she feel she's been betrayed in her mind by other people. I mean, she basically was killed by her mother in her head. She's like, you, you took away my life. Mm-hmm. And... And, you know, Silas didn't save her. He's on to somebody else. And in her mind, 20 years really hasn't gone by. In her mind, yesterday, you decided to be with this chick, San Morgan. So she, she, she can't, like the psychology of it is she can't differentiate. She's still that person. And it's, you know, that's very painful for her. And she's, she's out of her mind about how she's going about uh, trying to live her life and she's and she's spoiled she's a rich spoiled girl you know I gotta tell you though in fairness there are things that have happened 20 years ago that I swear just happened yesterday they just seems like sometimes time really flies uh, and we're going to talk, yeah. Michelle, in the second half after we come back from break, we're going to talk about some of the things that Nina has missed in the last 20 years. But in going to break, oh, yeah. something that popped into my head is uh, there was a song way back in 1974 by an artist named Jim Stafford, who I did some due diligence, doesn't appear to be related to you in any way, shape, or He's form. He's not. But- <laughs> I know, but I know. I know spider, uh, that, uh, the Spiders and Snakes song. That is exactly what it is. So, Michelle, yeah. that leads us to I'm one. Wondering, are you afraid of spiders or snakes? Well, I'm not really afraid of them, but I don't, I'm not a fan either, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of spiders. Like, I wouldn't have one as a pet. But, <laughs> and like, if I walked into my house and there were like 15 spiders in my dining room, I, it would freak me out. Okay. <laughs> so, but it's not like I have this weird, like, uh, you know, like arachnophobia. Is that for the spider? Arachnophobia was it an, is. An, an anaconda phobia. You know, like I don't have a big, um, I don't have a phobia. No. Well, that's good to know. We do not have a phobia of talking about more things, but we do have to take a quick <laughs> break. So we're going to be back with more of Soap Central Live and Michelle Stafford in just a moment. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live. I am still your host, Dan Kroll. I didn't go anywhere during the commercial break, and neither has Michelle Stafford. She is still here with us. Uh, Michelle, welcome back. Still here. Still here. Thanks. We, we were singing a little bit of Spiders and Snakes in the commercial break. I hope that everybody enjoyed that. We are, uh, you know, it was lot, in the first I loved half. It. I, I love it as well. You know, it's nothing like a good 1970s song to sort of get the oh, mood going. Oh, right. <laughs> so I also want to talk about the fact that we have danced around the issue that Nina has been away. She's been in, you know, a coma for 20 years. So there's a lot of things, Michelle, that she has missed out on. It doesn't seem like mm-hmm. it, but a lot of things have happened in those 20 years. Let's see, the uh, Y2K, the Macarena. I mean, she's missed a lot of things. Oh, yeah, the Macarena. I mean, you know, I don't know how her life will be complete without the Macarena. So I've put together a little list here of some things and I want to see if you're able to tell us if it was before, if this is something that Nina would know about, or if this is something that Nina would have missed out completely on. If you're game for this, let's uh, see how this goes. Oh, okay. All right. New Coke, the new formula of Coca-Cola. Would that be something she knows about or something that happened while she was in her coma? She does not know about it. She does. It happened in 1985. Oh, oh shoot. Okay. All right. That's Justin Bieber. Does she, would she know who Justin Bieber is? She does, she does not. That is correct. He was born Thank March you. Ding, 1st, ding, ding, ding. 1994. Um, okay, wow. how about this? Prince Charles and Princess Diana, the fact that they were divorced. Obviously, she knows that they were married, but would she have known that they gotten divorced? She, she does not. That is correct. They divorced in August of 
Six. How about this one? This one seems kind of easy, but maybe not. The World Wide Web, the Internet, Michelle. Does Nina know about the Internet? She does not. This is a surprise. She should know about it. The yeah, Internet... Yeah. Well, I don't think she knows. I don't think she would know that anyway. But just as a weird fact, <laughs> the Internet was first available to everybody in 1991. So the 1991. Internet is around longer than we all know. That's so quick, amazing. That's what I thought. Uh, and I've been there on the Internet since 95. So I missed out on those first four years. I feel uh, as though my life is now. God. Wow. <laughs> Oh, it's a long time, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. I just thought about that. I think the SoapCentral.com may have been around before Nina went into her coma. So let's, we'll, we'll figure that ah, out. Time. Sure. That's cool. or maybe, maybe she missed out. Okay, so a couple of movies just to see, get people out there. Okay, oh, I'll be good at this. I'll be good at this. Sister Act, before or after the coma? Wait, which, which movie? Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, Sister the first Act, uh, before the coma. That is correct, 1992. How about Toy Story, the movie Toy Story? After the coma. Correct, 1995. Uh, How about the movie Philadelphia? Before the coma. That is correct, 93. I should have just known. All these movies are right up your alley. Uh, Let's do one last one, the creation of the DVD Oh, boy. I think she would know before. Believe it or not, the DVD wasn't commercially and readily available until 1996, according to the Internet. Wow. Seems like it's been around forever. That's crazy. But she would know the VCR, so, you know, it's tomato. She would know the VCR, for sure. (laughs) We are going to go back to the phone lines and see if... One of our callers was around 20 years ago. Please say that you were. We're going to North Carolina. We have another Bobby on the line. Bobby, welcome to Soap Central Live. Well, yes, I was around 20 years ago, Dan, but I wanted to say, how are you doing, Michelle? Hey, how are you? Fine. We, I keep on tweeting you all the time. You have to come to um, North Carolina to a Carolina Hurricanes game, only against your Kings. Now, only against your kings, because it, it would be your great hat. to just see you. Uh, but um, I'm not going to put it bad, because we tweeted during the Stanley Cup playoffs every oh. five minutes about the score with the, the Kings and Rangers. Yeah, we did. Listen, I was, I, uh, if you were a hockey fan, I was all about talking to you on Twitter during that time. I mean, yeah. oh, it was exhilarating. Right. Are you in Charlotte? Are you in Charlotte? No, no, I'm actually in Fable, about an hour from Raleigh. Oh, Raleigh, okay, yeah. But, but, but we have a minor league hockey team called the Fire Ants, so, so I'll be happy to send you out a schedule as soon as I get that and uh, mail it to you. <laughs> nice. And I want to just say one quick thing before I get to my question. You've got a cute daughter. I have a friend who has Thank a daughter you. about the same age as yours, and she looks almost like her. Wow. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure that um, my, my friend Laura, I'll make sure that you say hi to her. I don't know if she watched yeah, you on definitely. the wrestlers. I don't know if she watched you on the wrestlers or GH, but I have to say, you, I have to say as much as um, I enjoy um, Gina's work on YR, you're better at Phyllis. Okay, uh, now thank my, you. Now my question I want to get to on that note is, who do you enjoy playing more, Nina or, or Phyllis? And I'll take it off the air. 
Oh no! Thank I you, mean, <laughs> I, I loved I loved playing I loved playing Nina. I loved playing Phyllis, and um, I you know it's like I'm an actor. Uh, it's like I'm an actor. I am an actor, and <laughs> and the way that we think is we just like to play different roles. I mean, we, we like to play different people, and so while I was playing Phyllis, I really loved it, and and now that I'm playing Nina, I really love this. I, it's, um, yeah, I, re- I really like them both. I, I can't lie. I mean, I like them both. I have a follow-up. Thank you, Bobby, for your question. I have a follow-up to what uh, he was talking about with hockey. Uh, for folks right. who don't know, you are a hockey fan. I want to get on air in the archives of life. Do you have any predictions for the new 2014-2015 NHL season? Who do you think will go all the way, favorites aside? The Kings! <laughs> if it were Lord. not the Kings, who do well, you listen, think the they Kings might look really off? good. I'll, I'll tell you, they have a lot of young talent, too. And they have a lot of really great young guys. I mean, listen, I've been, I've been a fan of this team for like 24 God, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say how long, but I started as a teenager. But I, I, I want to say 28 years. I'm thinking 28 years. And, and um, I've never seen the organization run like it's been run these last few years. I mean, it's like they're, they're on it. They really know what they're doing. And it's, it's so great to be a part of, of such a great team. I've loved the sport for so long. And to have a terrific team um, it, it makes you happy. Any sports fan knows what I'm what I'm talking about. Here in Philadelphia, all of our teams do their best to give us ulcers and and, and uh, indigestion. Yeah. It's very difficult it's to a, be a sports fan. It's a very good sports town, Philly. I mean, you got the it Flyers, is. and the Flyers had their day. They had their day. That was um, that was quite a time. We would like to have another day. Uh, that yes. would be. That would be sort of amazing, but well, a friend uh, of mine, a friend of mine, actually played for the Flyers, Ian LaPerriere. I do know the name. I do know yes. the name. Well, yeah. see, well, maybe we'll uh, we'll have a Flyers. Bobby was trying to get you to North Carolina. I'll try to get you to Philadelphia. We'll have a big uh, sports time. But to piggyback off of another question that Bobby had, we're going to go back to the phones to Quentin in Illinois, who has a question about how you approach your roles. Quentin, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi, how are you doing? We are good. Hey, how are you? Oh my god, I'm talking to Michelle Stafford. <laughs> <I'm sorry again. laughs> hey. Hi. Um I just wanna I have a two prong question. I thought of the second part like second so I hope I hope I can get it out. But um I wanted to know what's the difference other than the fact that Nina's been in a twenty year coma and Phyllis of course was up and awake and well she just woke back up, but um what's the difference of your approach to playing Phyllis to Nina. And my second question is, you are a powerhouse. Everybody knows it. So who else would you like to tag team with? Because we just saw the Ava. Well, we didn't just see it, but we saw the Ava and Nina showdown. And now who else would you love to play with on the GH cast? Because I think GH has one of the best casts in daytime. Thank you for that question. Oh, Let's focus on the second one because that's a, that's a really good one. Is there anybody that you would love to work with that you maybe haven't yet on GH? Um. Uh, oh God. Um, that, but, yeah, I, all, you know, they're all so thinking. great. I mean, I I kind of worked with Laura. We just had a couple lines. Um, 
you know, Laura Wright and um, Maurice Bernard and, oh, God, you know, listen, uh, of course, I don't know if we're going to cross paths, but uh, to, I, I think uh, to work with Tony Geary, to be in a scene with Tony Geary, I, I think I would be out of my body. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could control myself. I really don't. You know, because he's one of the reasons I'm an actress today. So, so um, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I would lose my mind. Well, I think a lot of folks would lose their minds. I think that they would like to see that. And I have a surprising and a sneaking uh, suspicion that perhaps Ron is listening. So, Ron, we would love for you to make that happen somewhere along the way. Let's, let's, let's make it happen. Put the pen to the paper if, if folks still do that. Um, there is one I'm, other issue. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Sure. No, no, no. I, I, almost, I, I almost, it would be like being too close to the sun. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I almost couldn't deal with it, you know, but go, like ahead, go ahead. Being too close to the sun, that might yeah, be. Yeah, that's what I say when you're too close to a good thing. I, like I call that. it too close to the sun. Sometimes when I'm too close to a good thing, I want to shy away from it. And so I always refer to it with my friends. Oh, my God, it was too close to the sun. Like if I was in the same room and, you know, Brad Pitt, it was just me and Brad Pitt you know, at the Starbucks, the two of us were the only two in the room and I didn't say something to him. I would, then I refer to, I was too close to the sun to my friends. <laughs> that would be amazing. So get your sunglasses ready just in case that happens. But there's a topic that we haven't talked about that I know uh, someone who's been waiting online wants to talk about. So let's go down to Georgia, bring on Shane for this question. Shane, welcome to Soap Central Live. Georgia. Yeah. Hey, Michelle. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good. And, and I just, I, I'm, I'm kind of a little nervous, but I just wanted to Me ask too. You I'm to... nervous at all times, so we're, we're, bo we're good. We're both good. Oh, shoot, this guy. I'm going to move. This guy can't. I'll let you out. Oh, no. Okay. Sorry, I parked somewhere so I wouldn't lose you, and then I'm too close to this guy's car, and he's very upset at me. So, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Uh-huh. I just wanted to ask, what's to come of your online series now that you're on GH now? What is going on with oh. the Stafford Project? Very good hey, question. Listen, I'm so glad you asked that question. We're still doing it. Um, we're, still, we're still doing the Stafford Project. Um, it's, right now, we're, in, we're trying to sell it. I mean, we need... We need somebody to, to pay for it. You know, I don't know if you were aware, but the Bank of Stafford paid for the last, the first season. And um, uh, it's like, you know, that bit that Steve Martin has, like Fred's Bank. This is like <laughs> the, bank, the Bank of Stafford. And I, uh, I paid for the first season. And in order to do a second season, um, I would like somebody else to pay for it, to, to bring it back to you kind folks. Um, you know, I, I we're, we haven't given up on it, but we're working very, very hard on getting it sold so somebody else pays for it so we can we can put it back on. And uh, so I, I'm thinking within the year it'll be back. Well, that was All a right. good question because I, I, I'm yeah. sure, like you, Shane, everyone. Thank you I mean, for it was, liking it, was it, too. Thank you for liking it. it. I loved doing it. It's so much fun. 
Thank you for your call. So let's talk a little bit about the Stafford Project briefly. There's something I want to talk about. It's let's be honest. The breakout star of the season was your daughter Natalia. Stole the show. She was amazing. Natalia Stafford. Oh my god. Yeah, she did. I mean, she kind of. I'm just used to that. She kind of steals the show wherever we are, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm 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 happy to have her do it. Um, she's, yeah, she's pretty cool and extraordinary and all of that, but, uh, thanks. Well, let's talk <laughs> thanks, to that. Dad. It's something that a lot of folks can relate to people who are listening. We have a lot of working moms who are listening. Many of them are yeah. single moms. It is a challenge, no matter what your occupation is. It's a challenge to be a single mom and to be able to divide the time between work and your, your child, I'd imagine. Yeah, it is. It is. But, um, you know, you got to do it. I mean, very few people are stay-at-home moms these days. Uh, just that's not really the world we're living in anymore. And um, uh, so uh, you just make it happen. And, and, you know, a lot of my married friends, they're very funny because they're like, oh, whoa, 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 my husband doesn't help at all. He's always out of town. <laughs> and so so even, like, even the married women, they, they could relate. You know, us women, I mean, a lot is on us, and we make it happen. That's just what we do as chicks. It's in our DNA. So many more things to talk about, but I see that the clock is winding down, so I'm going to try to clear off the last few callers that have been holding okay. patiently. We're go- and, you know, if need be, the door is always open for you to return, so consider coming back and, okay. and visiting with us cool. as well. We have uh, Jamel in Brooklyn who has a question for you. Brooklyn! Jamel, I know you've been waiting patiently. Thank you for holding, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. I know we've been tweeting just now. <laughs> Trying to get through these couple of other people, so I want to make sure that you have your chance. So what okay, is your thank question? You. I'm trying, but um, Michelle, I love you, and I just want to say, um, I think thank a lot you. of people already already had asked, you know, because the question about Donna Mills and everything. I just have a comment. I just love you, and I love that um, your character is taking us on a ride. You know, as, as I can't really be as eloquent as I want to be because we don't have much time, but um, I love when she kicked the chair. You're eloquent. Oh, thank you. I was going to say thank you, baby, but thank you, Miss Miss Lady. I love you. I, I told you before on, on somebody else's show, but um, we, we have an interview. But I love when we were shocked when she when she got up at the chair. And I love um, Salas and your uh, relationship is so adult. He sort of knows what like she's it. about. I yeah, like it too. And I, I love I love Michael Easton. He's such a lovely person. He's so amazing. I love him so much. Yeah, he's such I love it. Yeah, yeah, I have good chemistry, guy. and um, I think that you and, and uh, Roger Howard, he is brilliant. I mean, from that rape storyline, I mean, he's always been a god in my yeah. mind, you know, because of his performance. So I just love it. I'm, I'm excited to see um, what's coming on. I, and uh, in closing, I have a funny feeling that the writers are going to gear the story towards you a little bit because we we clean up a lot of the fluke and we clean up a lot of the um, Ava, which is divine. All the performances are divine, and we're going to go right to you. And I think we're going to go to you with the baby snatching and your mom, and we're going to have a lot of you all the way to maybe 2015. I'm excited. So, oh, very cool! Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to be on the show. I'm really I'm very very honored and proud to be on the show. We have one more person who's been waiting patiently. Uh, we're going to try to get okay. through. We have Dar in. Let me look to see where you are. I believe you are in Texas. Dar, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey, hey, Michelle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? 
great. I'm a big fan of yours, and some of my questions Thanks. have already been answered. But my uh, uh, I, my biggest question is is that uh, how challenging is the role for you? Is this a challenge compared to what you've previously done, or 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 you know, do you, do you see it as a challenge? Good question. Well, you, you know, uh, all. Everything, everything I've done is challenging because um, they're all different. Um, uh, you know, like the Stafford Project, that was challenging too in a different way. I love um, that. Too. I followed every thank, every episode. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, it means a lot to me. Thank you. Um, and like, I, it's all challenging. There were, um, you know, everything that I do it is. Um, there's. Um, Sometimes you have to get used to the rhythm of a show too. Um, like I'm, I'm starting to to see the rhythm of GH. There's a rhythm. There's a, a the way that the writers tell a story, um, and you have to be astute enough to see what what they're doing. You can't fight against it. You have to go with how they tell a story. You have to you really have to trust the writer and then in turn the writer has to trust the actor, right? And and so I'm 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 feeling that out now and, and it's I I'm starting to really get it, like the storytelling on General Hospital. And um it's very action packed and 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 it's just it's it's really fun. I mean it's just really fun and you know, like some days I think, oh God, I didn't, I didn't hit it. And then some days I'm like, okay, that was pretty decent. Let's see. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> well, thank you, Dar, for your call. We thank only you. have about two minutes, Michelle. So I'm going to leave with one last question for you. The first season of the Stafford Project ends with. Happiness feels good, and most of the time, it's right there where you always thought it was. So my final question for you today, is Michelle Stafford happy? Oh, yes. Thank you, Dan, for asking that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a pretty happy person. Um, there have been dark times that I've experienced like anybody else, but um, I think I'm, I'm pretty much happy. But yeah, right now I'm I'm really really happy. I I um I, I, it's you know it's an honor to I mean shoot you know I'm I'm a working actress. Uh, people want to see me. Still, people are calling in to talk to me. Uh, these are the jewels of life. You know, these are the jewels. I I get to go to work every day and work with people I really like. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's. What else can you ask for? Like, I think I put something on my Instagram that if you if you woke up and your feet touched the ground and you took a breath, it's good. Um, upon that is just what you decide to create, and that's really my viewpoint with life. Well, I am extremely happy that you were able to take some time out, Michelle, to be with us here today. As I said, we have plenty more to talk about. Unfortunately, we only have about 45 seconds, so let me thank you so much and, again, extend the invitation for you to come back anytime that you'd like. Anytime you'll have me, I'll come back. 
Well, in the meantime, guys, if you are listening, remember you can catch Michelle Stafford on General Hospital. It airs weekdays on ABC. Check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. And, of course, keep an eye out for Season 2 of The Stafford Project. If you haven't seen Season 1, or even if you have and want to watch it again, please go to thestaffordproject.com. It is completely free to watch the entire first season. For us, we're going to be back next week with Episode 250 of Soap Central Live. That's a lot of It's a lot of talking. That's Friday, October 3rd at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I hope that you'll join us then for another edition of Soap Central Live. See you then, everybody. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. (laughs) 